you doing? It's time for KCOU, The Unwritten Rule, a comedic sports show from the heart of Missouri. Alongside Peyton Haverman and Kenny Van Doren, here is your host, Jack Knowlton. Well, what it is up, everybody? It actually is, Jack. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome in to The Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Yes, that's right. My voice is here on the show for one and not uh, pixelated over a Zoom call. I'm back. I'm back in the host chair, Kenny, and uh, I have to give... I have Young to, oh, Rule Nation. I'm We're back. We're back. <laughs> um, yes, I, I hope... Uh, I have to give a big thanks to Max Baker, Jack Sobel, and Luke Magnanti, and of course, Kenny. Jack Sobel. The board. Didn't Sobel fill in one time? <clears throat> no, he called no. in. Oh, he called it Justin Bear. Justin, Justin Bear. In. That's yeah. right. Justin Bear, Max Baker, Luke Magnanti for... Um, Taking my my hosting duties while I was gone. I'm very happy to be back. I know um, I know Unwritten Nation missed me, even though Kenny just kept saying I was getting replaced. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we had the tryouts. Uh, we're gonna give you another trial run. Okay. See if you can earn your spot. I'm really nervous. I'm scared. I'm. I. I there's that's some fierce competition. Mm-hmm. We're the Oakland A's, and you're Jed Lowry. We, we're gonna bring Jed Lowry back. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, Jed Lowry. I'm. I am Jed. <laughs> Good Lowry. comp, right? That is just awful. Um, speaking of baseball, we're going to talk MLB opening day, but before that, um, obviously last week we didn't have a show as we were all on spring break. Um, how was your guys' spring break? Did you have fun? Oh my God, it was so great. I stayed inside and built Legos for like (laughs) seven days. It was awesome. Nice. Kenny? Um, yeah, it was a good time. Went to uh, the open house for the AAA Sugarland Space Cowboys. Great name. Affiliate of the Houston Astros. Um, actually Peyton, you went to a stand-up comedy show that's right i did with my dad and my brother oh who'd you see see jim gaffigan oh nice Um, it was very good very good uh he's one of the few like non-super vulgar comedians that i actually laugh at yeah uh which is one of two probably (laughs) high school Um, teams four now (laughs) that is not (laughs) something we can say oh lord Um, okay uh, I, lo- I love Jim Gaffigan. He was very, very funny, funny, very good show. That was literally the only thing I did over break. Like, nice. I left hey, my house twice. Some R&R, mm-hmm. recharged the batteries. Uh, I was also in Texas. Uh, I saw Kenny for one day. Um, I was vacationing at our uh, fellow KCOU co-host, Connor McGovern's Lake Home. It was very fun. I've been to Texas. I had been to Texas my whole life, and now I've been twice in one month. So there you go. It was a good, it was a good Sorry spring break, that. but <laughs> some people live there somehow. But obviously, know. sports. Oh, uh, you want to say that Texas oh is worse to live in than Kansas City? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I'm not gonna weigh in on this. I can't. How I many can't. times has Kansas Missouri. City been underwater? M- M- Missouri. 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 Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, okay, Mister. Literally a day ago, you told a story about how you got two weeks off of school because your city was underwater. My house wasn't. <laughs> oh yeah! Didn't but you just say it's time to play Minecraft? Was, yeah, isn't that what you which said? Which one has Joel Austin? Yeah, we got a whole series out of it. So which I don't one really has, care. A, has Joel Austin in it? Bang! Huh? No one likes Joel Austin. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yet he's still in Houston. Yeah, because we can't kick him out. Yeah, you can. How? Joel Austin, we'd like you to not be here. Many, yeah, leave, a lot of people have said leave that willingly. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Kansas City, uh, Mark Emmert, the president of the NCAA, crowned a national champion to the Kansas City. Jayhawks. Kansas City Jayhawks? Yeah, he called them the Kansas City oh, Jayhawks really? after they lifted the men's national basketball title, which happened uh, on Monday night. They beat UNC 
Uh, did you guys watch the game? What are your thoughts? I did not know there was a national <laughs> championship game. Um, uh, North Carolina had like a you know the last shot that Caleb Love took. Yeah. And did, one of the uh, Kansas guards, I think, stepped out of bounds at the end. Yeah, it was, bef- that was actually um, that guard is from Columbia. He went to he went Rockbridge. To, went to Rockbridge. Um, but before that, Peyton changed the channel already. We went to yeah. NFL Network, MLB Network, and we didn't even know the game was still going on. We I saw over. on Twitter really quick, like, did he really just step out of bounds? So I flipped back real quick, and uh, as Caleb Love missed the, like, as I saw it sail past the, the rim, I switched it back before yeah. he even hit the ground. Caleb Love, uh, I think, lost to North Carolina that game. He was, what, 5 for 27 or yep. something? But awful. he won them the Duke game. I was going to say, um, Coach K is also dead. That <laughs> happened over break. That is. Rest in peace, Coach. I, I I listened to the podcast you're talking about. You're yeah. referencing with that Coach, one. Coach K Coach K is dead. Uh, his legacy is tarnished. And Pack Watch. Everyone, everyone who is not a Duke fan is rejoicing. The thing mm-hmm. is, like, <clears throat> the reason people I don't even like hate Coach K as a person. Like, I think he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's like, a nice guy. Yeah, it's just what he, he wins too much. He wins too much, and that's everyone why hates people don't winner. like him. Yeah. I am like I lived in that area for so long, uh, so I am deeply entrenched in the hatred that he got uh i know just it, the amount of joy from like all but one city in that state is was probably unmatched yeah for i that mean day. i i asked um I've, I've been thinking about this question before i mean is it like does this hurt the rivalry a little bit because like I'm thinking Duke. Duke. Duke never will be able to get bragging rights in that rivalry ever I was gonna say, again. They could win 15 national championships in a row. North Carolina is always North be Carolina able to say. will be able to hang their hat on the fact that with pretty much a lineup of five players only, because their bench <laughs> outside of Puff, Puff Johnson, Johnson in the championship was uh, not great. Not great. With five players, essentially, they beat Duke in possibly the biggest game. In college basketball history, yeah, I mean to send Coach K into retirement. Yeah, UNC had two national championship games in one weekend. Like I I think that's the first time ever that Mm -hmm. that's ever happened. Um, But I think the main thing to take from this is with all the violations that KU has as a program, uh, you know, Bill Self is a yeah, blur that part out. Um, (laughs) But he's like Bill. Yeah, I I blurred myself out. (laughs) Uh, You know, but I think the thing that matters here is if your program is like good. And you have money. Like, Mizzou had one person take a couple tests for some players, and they got <laughs> suspended from a bowl and we game. And oh self-reported it. Self-reported. We were like, hey, we knew, we didn't know this was happening, but we found out. Please, look, we're, we, we know it was bad. The Please amount don't of, punish us. And they were like, you're right. The amount of One-year ban. <laughs> the amount of flack I had to take my senior year of high school when that came down, like all of my friends saying, you're going to the cheater school, and I'm like, no. They just, well, yes, but no, but they it's reported the it, and it's ridiculous. School. It's not. It's not. North Carolina actually kind There of was is. one rogue tutor yeah. that was not. This, we did not cheat. But Didn't sorry, finish the your, tutor yeah, finish self-report herself? No. No. Mizzou, Mizzou self-reported, self-reported her. To the, yeah, the tutor. Yeah. And, yeah. And, fired, and, like, fired her or whatever. Um, the other you know thing, who that is? You know that report? You know that tutor was, right? Sarah Palin. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> After she didn't, uh, after her and John McCain didn't win the president, she came to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just became really? a tutor. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Great theory. Um, the other thing I'll say about Kansas: Mickey Mouse run to the championship. One of the easiest paths to they a played final, a I think, sixteen I've ever seen. a nine without their top two players. 
the worst four I've ever seen. One of one of the most uh, lucky college basketball teams in statistical mm-hmm. history. And actually. then what was Miami a ten, 10 seed? Mm-hmm. And, and then, a, then they played a week two. Well, they played a Villanova team that played with five players because someone was injured. So a week two. Justin Moore was hurt. So, and then North Carolina, who is an eight, like I mean, yeah, they were not playing at all like an eight seed. But a North Carolina team that first of all was an eight seed also lost their best player, who was not 100% in that game, and then got hurt during the game. I mean, the reason... Oh, that that's something I wanted to hit on. Armando Baycott got hurt because if you saw the slow-mo replay, when he takes a step on the spot on the floor, the floor moves! It's, it's, it's supposed it's to... folded! It's supposed no, to be that. No, 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 no! That's why floors are springy in no. basketball courts. No, he twisted his ankle. Why does why do none of the other floorboards do that when he steps then? Well, I mean it I mean it and depends not, on the I'm the, not saying this is a KU planted the floorboards conspiracy, <laughs> but I am saying that is so pitiful that there was one spot on the floor where three UNC players practically died. Was it on. the same spot that Puff Johnson threw up on? No. No, it was um, the other side of the court. Yeah, yeah. I mean Take that for that. Either way, coming into that game, he was not healthy. The reason that is it David McCormick for Kansas? Is that his first name? Uh, yeah. Um, the reason he scored that little hook shot at the end that basically sealed that game was because he was driving on Brady Manick and not Armando Bacot because Armando Bacot was injured. Yeah. So I agree. <clears throat> Mickey I think- Mouse championship. Christian Brown running out uh, in the intros wearing those red pants was disgusting. On as a side note, by the way. The biggest win, though, I think, goes to the city of New Orleans. The power didn't go out. It's true for a championship game. Yeah, and I know instead it's been they just like had a faulty basketball but... court. Please never host the Final Four in New Orleans again. That was. Awful. <laughs> it sounds like people had fun. Yeah, you know? it, it seemed like it was a good time. Armando um, Baycott almost died because of their awful basketball court. Well, do you think Christian Braun was there, former Mizzou Tiger? You mean Parker, or Parker? Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe. I don't. I don't. His care. mom was there. I think he was training for Santa Clara's next season. Mm-hmm. Unless he's done. I don't know if he has any any eligibility. He's left. in our grade. Um, but yeah, men's and women's champions were crowned. South Carolina won on the women's side. 35-2, and two, one of those two losses. Our program can M-I-Z. hold their heads up high a little bit. Uh, fun fact about those two uh, championships teams. Uh, oh, Mizzou Baseball beat them, beat South Carolina and Kansas back-to-back. Hey, there you go. So. Um, mm-hmm. Another interesting thing, South Carolina and Kansas for basketball both played um, North Carolina, it was like North Carolina, Mizzou. No, it was in the tournament. They played uh, three of the same teams on the men's and women's side. It was, it North, was Carolina, North Carolina, 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 Miami, and, and Creighton. Creighton and Miami, which is kind of, that's kind of wild. That's, that too, is wild. that's too scripted. Um, yeah. this South Carolina team is one of the best teams I've ever seen. They're, they're insane to watch. Saw yeah, them they in person a little beat bit. The Missouri Tigers. It's true. Or Kentucky. I was bummed they lo- they lost to Kentucky just because I wanted Mizzou to be their only loss all season. But it That's is what true. it is. Um, and was there any other any other things we missed over spring break other than a lot of NFL offseason stuff, which that's another episode in of itself. Um, uh, I don't even really think a lot of NFL stuff happened. Did Tyreek Hill get traded? Yeah, we were here no, for we that. Talked we talked about here. that. Yeah. It was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we can shift over. Um, second topic, opening day, baseball. It's back, and this is where I – Shut up, and I will have one baseball point, but I'm making it in our things we've learned. So and I already know what it is. Yeah. I haven't even looked at you, you both know what um, it The is. only thing I wanted to do just for opening day is, you know, there's not that much to talk about. Not even every team has played. But I was going to do, we could choose our winners from each division just okay. to start off, and then maybe next week we can look into more of a World Series winners. But 
I'll, uh, go, I'll go last. Okay. Looking at the American League East, Peyton, who do you got? AL or yeah, AL East. You just said go, not go, go all the way through the AL. Okay. AL East. Uh, just my winner. Yeah. I am going to take. Oh, this is tough. I don't think it'll be the Red Sox. Obviously not the Orioles. Um, I could see it being any of the three others. I am going to lean Yankees for now. For now. Mm-hmm. I would not shock me if either of the other two won, though. Okay. Um, I think for me in the AL East, I'm going to lean Blue Jays. I know that's kind of chalk, and then a lot of people are riding the Blue Jays. But the last two years, they've been uh, neck and neck with the winner of the AL East. Um, with the expanded postseason this year, we could honestly see four teams out of the AL East make it. Would and, not shock me at yeah, all. Yeah, would not shock. I think out of I think it's there's a uh, tough, you know, at the top of the AL Central, top of the AL West, you know, teams that could be finishing right at the same number, but there's four teams that are ALCS caliber at some point if they get the right pieces in AL East. This is the stack division is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. And I think the Blue Jays will definitely trade for for another arm and maybe a bench bat. I think that's what they you know, that's they what they really need. do I think are going to need a bullpen arm. They need a better bullpen. And I so, don't who is their closer right now? Uh, Yimi Garcia. Yeah, who's their real closer? <laughs> I think it's Yimi. <laughs> I'm going to look this up, but uh, keep going. AL Central. Um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, I thought you wanted to go last. Oh, am I doing them oh, all last? No, no, go now. Go oh, now. Oh, what do you got? Um, Rays, they play good statistical baseball. They're a smart oh, franchise. Analytical baseball. Yeah. Smart franchise. Go Rays. Um, AL Central for me. Uh, I think I'm just going to run with the White Sox. Yeah, this is um, easy for me. Slam dunk White Sox. Yeah, and I think maybe in the next two years I'll run I'll run with the Tigers. Yeah, I think the Tigers are going to show progress this year. Um, maybe I don't th- they may love t- um, that team just yet, though. They could I be a postseason team, though. They could. It wouldn't be super shocking, especially if Riley Green comes in and tears it up. I could see that. But I still think their time's a couple years away. Uh, the Royals... Same thing. Bobby Witt's up. That's exciting, but not quite there yet with them. Cleveland, no offense outside of J-Ram, so not big on them. The Twins are intriguing. I think they're going to have a very good offense. I don't like their rotation at all. Especially without Kent Maeda. Yeah, so I am going to stick with the Blue Blue Jays, the White Sox. Yeah, I'll go with what you said. You know, with the White Sox? Sox. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, AL West. Uh, I'm still pulling for the Astros here. Uh, Rangers are not going to compete. I don't think they are, I, even though they spent half a billion dollars this offseason. Um, but, you know, the Mariners are getting better. The Angels are a little bit better. They don't really have a back end of the rotation. Bullpen's a little shaky. But, you know, they got their superstars back in Rendo and Trout. And they have Otani, who's going to be able to hit a full game now. So um, I think the Angels and the Mariners will definitely be in the hunt for that second spot and definitely for the postseason. Um, I'm also, for now, I'm going to roll with the Astros. It's, um, kind of, I think people are going to be very frustrated quickly with Jeremy Pena because nobody knows who he is right now. And so, uh, when Correa leaves, they're like, oh, they have this platinum glove, like eight win player leaving. Finally, the Astros are going to fall off a bit. They're about to replace him with a shortstop that is like one of the top AL rookie of the year votes. He has flashed a ton of potential, is another fantastic fielder. People are going to learn very quickly who Jeremy Pena is. So I think the Astro, and if Bregman bounces back, 
game over. Yeah, and the thing about Jeremy Pena is that his uh, high or his college coach, when he was recruiting him, called him a professional glove when he was in high school. So Sheesh. the defense is there. It's just got to get his bat used to major league pitching. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Jeremy Pena? Jeremy Pena. All right. I have the same birthday as him. Nice. And Carlos Where's Freya. Where's Jose Siri fitting into this rotation <coughs> this year? He's uh, going to platoon with Chaz McCormick in center field. Okay. Are we gonna, so we're going to see more Jose Siri. Yeah. Good. We need more Jose Siri propaganda on this show. Um being said, I'm going to pick the Seattle Mariners. No, I don't know. I'll go Astros. <laughs> oh, that's what I wanted to say. I think the Mariners will be probably an 80-win team this year. Uh, they could sneak into the wild card. I could see that. I do like the Angels. Um, still have question marks about the pitching. And Joe Adele is the worst player ever. Uh, <laughs> He's the so other bad two in teams, the field. The Athletics, we know what they're up to. They're not at all interested. In They'll competing. contend in two years. Yeah. It's They'll find just how it works. Yeah. Um, and the Rangers, that's a two-person lineup right now. So. <laughs> John Gray, it was like their biggest pitching acquisition this year. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, no, John Gray is now the number one starter in in uh, Texas. He could be like a number five starter on like the teams that are contending this year. Oh. So He's like the Kobe Brown of yeah, the Rangers. Exactly. Sad. Uh, looking at the NL, um, I'm kind of just go rapid fire with these ones. I'll let Peyton get more into the central. But in the East... I'm gonna be. I actually really. I like the Phillies. I'm gonna take the Phillies. Uh, they have no defense. Um, the pitching staff's a little shaky, but they have guys that can be Cy Young caliber pitchers. Um, but I'm, I'm running with the Phillies. I, lo- I just think the offense is so much fun. So many fun swagger bats in that lineup. Swagger bats. Uh, NL Central. Wait, I need a swagger bat example. Swagger bat who, example. Who is, who is a swagger bat? Bryce on Harper. That team? Oh, okay. Well. Bryce Harper, Castellanos, Schwarber. Um, if Hoskins wasn't so bland, he'd be a swagger bat. Uh, Central, running with the Cardinals, Wrong. and in the West, I'm taking the Dodgers. Um, in the West, I have the Dodgers. That's just chalk at this point. Uh, They're too it is, good. It's not fair. It is it's a bit fair. of a—it could be interesting. I still think the Giants—I do think that's still a playoff team. I don't think they're a fluke. I think they are truly just one of the smartest-run organizations in baseball, and it'll show— um, and the rest of that, I don't like the the Padres without Tatis are just nothing to me. Um, the other two teams are. Did you yeah. call him Tatis? <coughs> he always calls him that. <laughs> Sorry, Tatis. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say anything for a minute. For all the like... people that are super upset that I said Tatis, he's a superstar, and that's the point. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, pretty chalk in the West, I think. The Central, I'm also going to go with the Cardinals. Uh, there were people picking the Brewers. <laughs> like, Those people know ball. The Brewers, the Brewers lineup stinks. Andrew McCutcheon is a cleanup hitter. Andrew McCutcheon is batting cleanup. Andrew McCutcheon. They're this paying is in 2013. $26 million for ground ball machine Christian Yelich. There is nothing good about They're that They're paying lineup. $26 million to see his mom in the stands. Absolutely sucks. So bad. False. The Cubs, I think, are the easy third-place pick um, because the other two teams aren't even trying. Yeah. Um, NL East, I got the Mets. Uh, I do think the Phillies will match this year, um, but that might be the worst defense in the league, um, and I think it will cost them more than one game this year. Uh, The Braves, I also think, are a comfortable playoff team. I don't think they win the division, though. And then there's the Nats and Marlins. Yeah, especially with the expanded playoffs. Yeah. I have a few questions. Well, well, I have a proposal first. I know this makes no sense geographically, but I think uh, the Diamondbacks and Cardinals should switch divisions 
because I don't like that the Diamondbacks are the only team in the West that don't have two letters in their logo. <laughs> I think that's and the Cardinals do, so I think they should switch. It makes sense. This um, make this may sound weird to you, but the Atlanta Braves used to be in the AL West. Or what? The, sorry, the NL West. Oh yeah, the Braves used to be in the mm-hmm. NL West with the Dodgers and the Astros. Back That's, when that makes the no sense. alignment was wacky. Yeah, that makes no sense. Um, my other question is, do the Marlins still have the fish tank in their stadium? Yeah, I don't or know. Did they get rid of that? I, they might. I don't know. Uh, I'm sh- I think it's still behind all. I'm shocked PETA or like or like the WWF has not come for that because I feel like that doesn't seem that doesn't that's I've always saw that and I'm like that doesn't seem good for the mm-hmm. wildlife. Um, y'all are both wrong. The Brewers are uh, romping their way to a title. I can't even defend them because I don't know enough, but. Fair enough. So, okay, mm-hmm. Kenny, you said Philly, St. Louis, and the Dodgers, and Peyton, you said the Dodgers, St. Louis. Dodgers, Cardinals, Mets. Mets. Got it. The Mets just got, someone just got hurt, right? Someone big? DeGrom. DeGrom, that's DeGrom right. DeGrom is out, Scherzer and that is team back. is still very, very good, though. Yeah. Is DeGrom out for the year? Is no. That, no. Okay, so but he probably yet. doing the 60-day. Okay, fair enough. Um, you don't want to talk about the, you got rid of the third point? I moved it back. Okay. We just go to break now. Okay, we'll go to break now. We have, a, we have another we have another point, but we'll move back to later in the show. Save the save the best for last, as they say. Um, yeah, we'll kick it to a quick break. It's currently three twenty one Central Standard Time here in Columbia, Missouri. Uh, we'll be right back with more unwritten. Lay. Yeah. is in the building. Welcome, the welcome. Float on you're, it's you're the false, but welcome back to the Unwritten Rule, KCU 88.1 FM. Kenny Van Doren, Payne Haverman, myself, Jack Nold, back in studio. The return! Anyway, um, <laughs> we're going to dive into quick hits. Kenny, you have the jersey this time around. What are you What are you rocking? Yeah, quick thing, phone number. Just do it. Do the thing. 573. Did you tweet it? Did you tweet it? I tweeted it twice, actually. 557-5134. Did you tweet it? Yep. 573-557-5134. Uh, jersey of the week. Did you I am it? rocking the Zach Granke Astros jersey, the Sunday uh, Sunday sunrise uh, navy jersey. I bought this at Zach Granke's first start for $130. Wow. Because they were just printing them. Or they were just stitching them. Dedicated like, the game. fan. Yeah. I respect that. Um, I took a quiz today in my Geography of Missouri class. My teacher is a diehard Cardinals fan. He was not happy to see me wearing an Astros jersey. <laughs> and then I brought up how... Uh, they could have won the 2005 World Series, but uh, the Astros were in their way. Um, I didn't bring it up. Good stuff. I got extra credit. Uh, okay, are you, are you all off the dock? Yes. All right, uh, this is a special spelling bee. I've been doing that recently, but we're going to do opening day starters. Uh, first one, J.T. Brubaker. Okay, J.T. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, oh, Also, Jack is going to be doing them first because Peyton already knows how to spell these names. Something. it's either B-R-U or B-R-E-W. I'm going to go B-R-U. B-A-K-E-R. Yep. Can you yes! guess what team J.T. Brubaker pitches for? Oh, J.T. Brubaker sounds like someone who plays or played at one point for someone in New York. So I'm going to go the Mets. Wrong! No. Wrong! Pittsburgh Pirates. I wasn't that far off. <laughs> uh, next no. one is Shane McClanahan. Okay. Um, oh, Black Betty, Shane McClanahan. McClanahan. There was a uh, guy on the U.S. Olympic team that won the... Uh, Whatever, Miracle on Ice, name McClanahan. Um, MC. You're going to guess Shane? S-H-A-N-E. Yep. Uh, yeah, MC. MC McCl- L. 
No. MCH? No. Okay, Peyton, take over. Shane. He got Shane, right? Yes. Um, M-C-C-L-A-N. Mm-hmm. M-C-C. A-H-A-N. Correct. Uh, next, oh, Rays. what team? Rays. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Peyton, you, you already the know Rays. Forget, He played for the, he yeah. the Rays. I know that yeah. one. I knew uh, that one all by myself. Mm-hmm. Next one, Jose Barrios. And I want the accents. J-O-S-E with the accent? Yep. B... A. Nope. No. It's not B-A, Barrios? Nope. Okay, what is it? You got Jose, right? Yes. B-E. Oh. Duh. R-R. I with the accent. O-S. Yep. (laughs) That's so delayed. You got two Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Yeah. Philly. No. Wrong. It looked like you were about Wrong. to say blue. Toronto Blue Jays. Toronto Blue Jays. Oh, darn it. He was with the Twins last year. Okay. And for most of his career. Uh, Peyton, I forget how to say it. Is it Miley? M- Miley. Miley? It's technically Miley. Wade Miley? No, Maley. Tyler. Tyler Miley. Tyler Miley. Yeah, Tyler Miley. That's your last one. T-Y-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. Miley. It's not how you think it's spelled. There's no Y. Yeah. Oh. Okay. M. I, there's got to be an, it's I five feel like letters. M A H. Yep. Uh, L I. No. No. Oh. L E. No. 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 All right, if you guess what vowels. If you guess no. what team he's on, no. we'll count it. Yeah, we'll count if you get the team. No. Please. Can I have a hint on the team? Uh, you, you brought up an injury an about this team earlier. Oh I brought him the Mets. Yeah, he was this opening day starter for the, the Mets. Mets. Tyler uh, Maley plays for the Reds. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of uh, McGay Hill. Is that how you say it? What? They oh, got- Meagle. Meagle. Okay. Yeah. Smeagle? <laughs> I thought you literally meant Willis McGay. Smeagle doesn't play baseball. Oh, sorry. He's a Red. Never mind. Smeagle is a character in a uh, book. Best beat of the week. Uh, plus 1,200 White Sox win the World Series. They have one of like, the lower cool. odds of the best teams in, the, in uh, baseball. Really? Yeah. Like how much lower? They were like fifth aren't the or... Astros plus a thousand? Yeah, but they were like fifth or sixth to win the World Series. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Dirty Bird of the Week, Albert Pujols. Uh, he divorced his wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. Right after she had a tumor from her brain. I'm so, sorry. It's yeah. not funny. Oh, like that's not why I'm laughing. I'm just laughing because it's, it's, it's such so a bad situation. Uh, yeah. Also, did why did you do that? Like right. When opening day, well, I don't know. This yeah, there's the a weird, day before opening day when everyone's time. excited to see you. Yeah. Uh, my best thing I learned this week is uh, Mizzou beat KU in a uh, like a a sport since the first time since 2011. Oh my gosh! In anything? Yeah, because they, they beat the baseball. To be fair, team. they don't play yeah. too much anymore, so I guess that's okay. Well, last year was the first time they played each other since 2011. Okay, so there you go. Because that was baseball. Not just yeah. in baseball. We're yeah. You you're talking about basketball, right? I'm talking like football, basketball, baseball. Any, like the, the well, they played are... them in baseball last year, but yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Just they lost, now kicking back. They in. lost both games last year. Does the soft, yeah. does the softball? That's team right. Play they games? did. Uh, I think they played them this year. I thought they. I thought they. They lost. did. They, they lost. lost. Did they lose? They lost. I thought yeah. they lost. That's a bummer. Uh, Peyton, something you learned? Something I learned this week. So if you remember my old, my first, uh, my first thing I learned about Mizzou baseball was about Fox Liam. That's and right. how he transferred in from Coastal Carolina. And I said he stinks because he only had one hit at Coastal Carolina. But, boy, I could not have been more wrong about Fox Liam. Fox Liam has maybe been the MVP of Mizzou this year. Just won SEC Player of the Week. 
He hit like four home runs in the last week. Uh, he has been a clutch hit machine. I don't even know his stats right now. He's batting like over 350, OBP north of 400, slug probably north of 500. The whole team has been a blast to watch. He's been fun. Uh, hopefully he keeps it rolling. Oh, a uh, blast like home runs. <coughs> oh, Knowlton. Always oh, were, I see always what you did were there. quick with the... Anyways, Peyton, um, I don't know if you know this, but before this last week when he won SEC Player of the Week, yeah. he only had three RBI. Yeah, he had been hurt for a lot yeah. of the year, um, but he's back in the lineup every day now. He's just been red hot. Uh, they're going to need him to be even better this weekend because they play the best team in the country, and I'd be stunned if Mizzou won one game this weekend. You know, when you, I remember when you made that comparison, I was thinking like, serious I was getting serious Drew Bugs vibes from him because Drew Bugs was also like not he didn't Good. do anything like spectacular and then he was terrible mm-hmm. but when he made like layups we're like whoa 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 yeah. every time he made a what shot it was here? like fun yeah it was yeah, really he funny a mean player uh my thing I learned this week uh is my who my favorite player on the Brewers is gonna be uh his name is Rowdy Tellez he is like Nolten, he is awful he's not he got a he got a base hit in his first game <clears throat> Do he's just he, he also lost is, uh, whatever <laughs> you <laughs> lost to the 2022 Cubs when you're supposed to be a division contender whatever it's the first game of the season oh first game long of the season. Okay, you can be you can be a fan of Rowdy Tellers if you tell me where you got him from where I got like where did from? the Brewers trade for him from oh I looked this up wait I looked this up it's t- Toronto. Yeah. Yes. It. I looked. Th- I looked up his baseball reference in case I was asked such what a did they such even a query. Trade him for anything. He'd give him the house. I would. Um, I would have traded Yelich for for Audi Tellez. Was well, it now the they really trade? like to trade. I think they Rowdy got Derek Tellez. Fisher with him. I'm looking. At Derek Fisher right also got traded. Derek Fisher his. played basketball for the Lakers. Kenny, you're Shocked. wrong. Derek Fisher is the reason the Astros won the World Series in 2017. Wow, I said it. He's just. Oh yeah, it was just him for Trevor Richards and Bowden Francis. All I'm saying on my point is just I will be saying let's get Rowdy often and a lot this summer because of him. He's, He's bad. He's um, an icon, Peyton. You be quiet. A cumulative thing we learned. Cumulative. Cumulative, cumulative thing we learned this week is uh, we have Peyton and I own Lego Star Wars, the new game. Yup. Um, I will be coming over to play it, by the way. It is crazy cool. Fun, fun. It looks like re- it it's is so realistic. so good. Like, really? Like, this not, like a non-Lego parts? Not everything is Lego. Yeah. Like, oh, so there's okay. I cannot, no, I cannot tell you. I was watching Kenny play it for the first time. When he went down to Tatooine, and got into just the big open world. Yeah. I, it blew my There's mind. So much. That's awesome. There is so awesome. much to do. do you, you played the original games? I I have I have like sparingly. Okay. I like, and they were really fun. Yeah. Like, they were I, really good. I don't know if I those ever owned them, but I had friends that did and I would those play Those are rightfully fun. remembered as classic games. Yeah, those are and fun. they were really good. I mean, this game makes it look like a flash game. Mm-hmm. I'm wow. dead serious. I'm it excited. Is unbelievable. Then. You know the Kyber bricks, like the ones you're supposed to find. Yep, yep. So and there's over a ship. thousand. One, of them. Eleven. Oh no, those are Jeez. mini kits. Those are mini kits. There's collectibles around the world now. But these are just like blue the little blue bricks. Blue little yeah, bricks. Okay. They're like two by two. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, eleven hundred. Eleven hundred. And we're only at like forty. Oh my gosh. Y'all been playing a lot. You already beat the first. uh, I did episode four. I'm on episode one now. I didn't realize you could do it in the actual order. Mm -hmm. I thought you had to do it. Did you like when they were released? Did you? You wanted to do it one, two, three, and not. Oh yeah, I was trying to, but when I when I looked at four, it's the three and the five had locks on them, so I didn't even think to look. Mm -hmm. Um, Ratio of the week. I actually didn't write this down, but I saw it uh, the other day. 
uh, talking baseball, John Boy Media posted something about the Braves uh, taking like so many victory laps about winning the World Series and how they have gold trim jerseys. Every team since 2015 has had a gold trim jersey when they won the World Series. It's Did just they, tradition. Were they like saying they were being cocky? They for were it being or cocky. Like they won the World oh, Series. Yeah. Oh my god! They get gosh. to do this. Like yeah. this, every team on opening day is going to get to put up their banner. I remember the wear Royals wearing them. They're they're the Royal, beautiful. Royals the were the first team. Beautiful. They were yeah. the first team to wear them. Mm-hmm. It was Royals, and then the Cubs had them. Yeah, uh, but I don't think we wore them very much. No, it's ever. it's usually like the first couple series, and then maybe some the Fridays. The Royals yeah. milked it. Like the Royals wore them for multiple for like, years, but like a few years, especially too, because the Braves that was their first title in a long time. Yeah, right? and I it mean, was a big deal for the city. Hank yeah. Aaron passed away. They lost their All Star game. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot of controversy with that organization already. So yeah. it's kind of a big deal for them. Yeah, I mean. Y- you deserve it's, that. It's John Boy, and they deleted it, so I didn't get to see the actual numbers on it. But that's just another thing it. where John Boy media is kind of messed up. I don't know. As someone who's as someone whose city just won a title for the first time in 50 years, you get to brag a little bit. You get to brag the whole season. The whole season. You're still at your champions yeah. until until the next team wins. So yeah, that's uh, I forget his name. Peyton, who's the Red Sox guy at Barstool? Uh, Carabas. Yeah, Carabas would always tweet when the Red in 2019, right before the Nationals won. He was like, "This is the last pitch until the Red Sox are no longer World Series champions." Right, like, he know. milked it until the end. Yeah, you got to do it. You got to do it. Fair enough. All right. Well, we will kick it to another quick break. When we come back, we will have special guests joining us to talk a little bit of Mizzou basketball. You don't want to miss it. It is currently 3:34 Central Standard Time here in Columbia. We will be right back. Lovely cushion header. Bajero! Stay in touch with all the latest soccer news and highlights from the game's premier competitions. Join me, Jack Knowlton, for Box to Box, where I'll break down everything from scores to transfers to player and club profiles and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the beautiful game can be found on Box to Box, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on KCOU. That's astonishing! My name's Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. To the Unwritten Rule on KCOU 88.1 FM. Kenny Van Doren, Peyton Haverman, Jack Knowlton. Hope everyone has, is having a fantastic Friday. Peyton, Kenny, you got any fun weekend plans? Playing Lego Star Wars all day? <sighs> Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. That's probably... <laughs> oh, we're going out for Peyton's birthday. That's true. He's it's 21. Peyton, yeah, Peyton turned 21. This is Peyton's Yay! first uh, adult show. Adult show. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, his first show as an adult. <laughs> okay. Whoa, that was close. Uh, uh, yeah, y'all are, y'all are both old. Mm-hmm. Y'all are both old now. And you're um, not. I'm not. Um, but, yeah, I mean, without further ado, we will get right into Mizzou basketball talk. But we can't do it without 
an expert, right? right. So we're going to bring in a very special guest for, you know, just a, a simple Missouri men's basketball transfer portal, new coach, mm-hmm. all the fun things, an expert. It's our good friend and Mizzou men's basketball beat writer for the Columbia Missourian, Anthony Christensen. Anthony, welcome to the Unwritten Rule. Awesome. Thank you for thank you for having me. Of course, I'm of course. Excited. How He's going by Tony today. He's Tony <laughs> That's Christensen. That's not true. If if uh, he calls you Tony Anthony, you can call him Kenneth. Just call Sounds him good. Kenneth regardless. You, you can call him Kenneth regardless. I saw I looked honestly. back at one of my articles the other day and they changed my name to Kenneth on it. Great. Good. Instead of Kenny. <laughs> good. Did I didn't even really? notice that. Yeah, As I looked back should. and it wasn't popping up on my account cuz it said Kenneth. <laughs> so Anthony, I guess off the bat, how how has um, covering the Mizzou men's basketball team been for you this season, and and now with all of the coaching stuff and all this transfer portal um, news? I know you're keeping up. You have that big list um, that I, it's very helpful to me to see who's who's interested in Mizzou, but that's got to be keeping you busy, even even in the off season. Oh yeah, no, I mean it's been very busy. I mean from opening tip to now, even just a lot of work. But I mean it's it's good. It, it's a good it's a good time. Uh, the coaching search was, uh, was, was eventful. Um, didn't get a lot of sleep during that time, but, uh, eventually, you know, I staked out the airport twice. Yeah. Um, that was really almost. funny. That's that whole saga of like, uh, can confirm the plane. We, we tracked landing in Columbia airport did in fact have Dennis Gates on it. That was so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I went out to the airport twice trying to trying to see if it was Dennis Gates almost did it a third time before I did some more research on a flight realizing that it was a weekly flight mm-hmm. um but yeah and then now with the transfer portal that's keeping me real busy trying to reach out to different players see if they've been re- contacted by Mizzou or if they've reached out to Mizzou or vice versa and all that stuff so uh yeah I mean it's keeping me busy but I mean obviously I've 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 enjoyed it all the all the all along the way very, very nice. Now, obviously, with Dennis Gates coming in as head coach, he's got to bring on a staff, and they just hired. It was today, right? Today or yesterday? Today, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Mizzou, Dennis Gates made his first hire for an assistant coach, Charlton Young. Um, I mean, what do you guys just all open the floor? What do you guys make of the hire? For? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people just based I, – I didn't know a whole ton about him other than that he was an assistant at Florida State, and he used to coach Georgia Southern, but um, – like everyone said, he was a great recruiter, uh, but I don't know, Anthony. What did you think um, of the hire? I mean, I think it's frankly a great hire. To be completely honest with you, I mean, Florida State has had seven draft picks in its history. Uh, and draft picks in its history, he recruited four of them. Nice. Um, and obviously, I wasn't at the uh, at the press conference today because I'm freelancing in St. Louis, but. Uh, you know, everybody was talking about how impressive he was there. And uh, given his familiarity with Dennis Gates and vice versa, I think those two being together again will will help, you know, obviously build a roster and build what Dennis Gates wants Missouri men's basketball to be. And Young, in the press conference, I saw like uh, one of the tweets or videos, he called himself a basketball junkie. Nice. He said that he's like, like he loves the mm-hmm. history of Mizzou basketball. He might not mm-hmm. have the most championships, but he loves where this program has gone. See, um, that's that's so good to hear. Like with him and Gates too, Kenny. I know I brought this up on another show, um, and I talked how you you played one on one against Dennis Gates. I was gonna bring this up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll I'll let you tell the whole story. But like when he is doing stuff on campus, and now you hear this with with young and, and being excited to be here that was the same vibes i got from when Aliyah drinkwitz got hired and like look mm-hmm. how that's worked out 
I mean, the Mizzou culture has embraced him because he loves to coach this team. He loves to recruit this state. And I think, like, that's a big part of having a successful transition to a Missouri program in general. I think Dennis Gates, and now it look, sounds from what you said that 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 was something Coach Young's got Dennis that. Gates hit on, like, today, too. He said, like, about when he was hiring his staff, he wanted to – he wasn't going to, like, twist people's arm yeah. into being an assistant here. He said it was – he wanted people that really wanted to coach, like, at Mizzou and not just have it be purely monetary-based. So yeah. I think he clearly found someone uh, that fitted fit that mold in Charlton Young. So I think that's pretty exciting. And um, yesterday, that was when I played one-on-one against two Dennis Gates. Yeah, sorry, let me just spoil your story, so but two yeah, days you got to tell this story. It was the exact same kind of thing in the setup for Eli Drinkwitz two years ago in, in March. Um, students came up. They were allowed to ask questions to him. Um, Dennis Gates gave me the ball. I didn't want to shoot. I, I'm terrible at basketball. <laughs> I didn't want to shoot the ball. Uh, he gave it to me. And, he said, I'll, I'll give you a shot, and I pump-faked him, and he was like, what are you doing? And I tried to get around him, and I tripped, and he had to, like, catch me before I fell. Oh, that's nice. Um, and then uh, he banged one, like, right in my, in my grill. Like, he was just, like, <laughs> I was all off. I was, like, hand in his face, and he still just mm-hmm. banged it, like, right yeah. on me. And uh, I said, if I score, I should get one of the scholarships that you still have. And he said he couldn't <laughs> commit to that. Uh, but one of, the, one of the questions he got um, from one of the students was that if Aiden Shaw was going to return, and he went, I, "Who's Aiden Shaw? Like I've never heard of this guy." Yeah. And uh, then Aiden Shaw committed or recommitted to Mizzou later, and I, that's the thing I would like to ask Anthony about is bringing Aiden Shaw back. You know, there was that worry that the four star that's one of the biggest recruits since MPJ. Uh, what what does that mean to the program to have Aiden Shaw there? I mean, not not one of the biggest recruits since MPJ. The biggest recruit since MPJ. I mean, Aiden Shaw. I mean, when you watch him right now, he's he obviously he's dominating high school ball. But, I mean, defensively, he's ready to play high major college basketball, in my opinion. I think he's got a little bit of work to do on the offensive end. But defensively, he's he's very, very good, which which kind of fits hand-in-hand hand with uh, Conzo Martin's uh, system before. And now, obviously, Dennis Gates is known for having a solid defense as well. But uh, I do think that it's a really, really important pickup for him. Uh, not just because Aiden Shaw is, you know, one of the, I think he's number 53 recruit in his class in the country right now. Um, but I think that it was big for him to just get somebody the fan base has already, you know, clamored for. Obviously, he lost out on Trevin Brazil. And I think Trevin Brazil, obviously, is a very good player. But I think uh, him going to Arkansas in uh, obviously not like an on the court way, but off the court kind of probably played a little bit to Gates's Gates's hand um, in a way. So Trevin Brazil is now kind of viewed as maybe a little bit of a bad guy for going to the, uh, the rival yeah. school when Mizzou was, Mizzou was, you know, still trying to bring him back. Um, so, I mean, that I think is now not really getting any heat on Gates for not being able to keep Trevin Brazil. Um, and then being able to keep Aiden Shaw, I think, kind of, I guess, helps him. Yeah, it helps ma- him a lot. <laughs> it makes people forget real quick that Trevor yeah. Brazil is mm-hmm. gone when you get that recruit back. I think one Absolutely. of the the big things about Mizzou that's appealing to some of these four stars, you know, like uh, Aiden Shaw, is that they're going to be the center of attention. Yeah, you know, Aiden Shaw could end up at Kansas and get lost 
he'll get lost in that five. He's he not going to be the big guy. He would have just been another dude. Yeah, he just would have been another guy. And I think that could be an appealing thing, especially with a new head coach who's centered just – he's a player's coach. Yeah. Like, we, we've learned that from the press conferences. Well, and it goes to the culture thing, too, of, like, I'm looking at Aiden Shaw's tweets the last couple of days before he commits – Every reply is like no one, no one when he left was like, you know what, forget about him. We can move on. And obviously, part of that is that he's a four star recruit and you, you want him to stay at your school. But like everyone was still like, we're so happy you, you recommitted. We want you back here. Like, and that kind of loyalty speaks to especially a young kid, like knowing, like you said, Kenny, they're going to be the center of attention. They're going to get all this dedication. I think that's that's huge and something that yeah, like a program like Mizzou, mm-hmm. who just wants anyone in their anyone and everyone, uh, you know, with some sort of high school basketball pedigree, to come here. I think that's huge. Um, Anthony, who have been some of your other like favorite targets or maybe players that have also joined um, Dennis Gates's squad um, during this transfer portal season? Uh, you cut out for a second there. Could you repeat the question? Please? Oh yeah. Um, like, who are some of your favorite? Um, transfer portal targets or perhaps players that Dennis Gates has signed alongside Aiden Shaw? Well, I think uh, talking about targets, I think I, I'm kind of legally obligated to talk about Xavier Pinson a bit. That's <laughs> um, true. <laughs> Elephant in the room. Yeah, and him being a grad transfer, he would he would be eligible immediately and he would fit a a very much needed area for Mizzou, obviously not having a point guard at all this season. I mean, you're not going to win many games without a true point guard. Say what you will about, you know, Anton Brookshire, Boogie Coleman. Neither of those guys are true point guards. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can bring in a guy like Xavier Pinson, who is familiar with, you know, with the program and who has proven that he can play on an SDC level. I think that would be a huge help. Um, and then obviously, uh, or not necessarily obviously, but another name that I was really uh intrigued by on the on the point guard uh front was uh cameron cameron winter from drexel i think he's a guy who proved that he could do it at a a high major level this season um and i think if if gates can bring him in i think that would be a huge coup for for missouri and then i i think they obviously they obviously need a shooter (laughs) Um, (laughs) he says with a sigh (laughs) yeah i think I mean, oh. I mean they've got. <laughs> it gets tough to watch. They've got some names on there. I think the the most intriguing name. Pull it up here, just so I make sure I'm not get anybody. My massive list of names. And to see that list uh, of names, go uh, follow <laughs> Anthony on Twitter at AMF Christensen K R I S T E N S E N. You can see the full list that Anthony has. He updates it Thanks. frequently. It's very helpful. Free plug. Free plug, <laughs> free plugs. Yeah. We're, we're all about free plugs here. All about them. You'll just Venmo me later. But yeah. <laughs> That's a joke. No, I, you. I think uh, Terrence Shannon Jr. from Texas Tech oh, yeah. would be a really, really good pickup for him. You know, it's a guy who can score on all three levels. I think he's a really good outside shooter. He's a good presence. He's an underrated passer, I think. So I think he would be a really good pickup. And then you've got guys who Missouri's recruited in the past, you know, Eric Williams Jr. at Oregon, uh, Courtney Ramey at Texas, I think would be a really underrated uh, pickup if you can get them. Uh, I know a lot of people really, I've seen a few people kind of shy away from him, like on social media and stuff, but I think he's 
who he's a grad transfer who could offer a lot to this team. And then I think uh, the, the, the pair from Cleveland State, Trey Gamillion and uh, Des Moines Hodge, I think those guys, if they, if they come to Missouri, I think those guys would be really, really probably good pickups just because they know Dennis Gates, they know his system, right. and in what will probably be a little bit of a transition season, having guys who are familiar with the system come into the program and kind of step in and kind of be leaders because they know what Dennis Gates wants, I think would be really good for him. Yeah, I'm, I agree. And looking at the players he has now, uh, so we know it's Muhammad Diara from Garden City Community College. Shout out, last chance you. Uh, and DeAndre <laughs> Golston from Milwaukee. What, what have you heard and seen from those guys? I mean, I'm not an avid watcher of community college basketball. Uh, or hopefully, wow. you're also hopefully not an avid watcher of UW Milwaukee Panthers basketball because you'd probably be more miserable than as a Mizzou fan. <laughs> I can tell you that for free. But I mean, looking at Modiara's stats, I mean, he was the number one uh, JUCO recruit in the country per per uh, JUCOrecruiting.com, and I, th- I think he's six ten. Um, he needs to get in the weight room for sure, um, which is something his coach said uh, the day that he committed to Missouri is that he thinks that getting into an SEC weight room would be really beneficial for him. And I think, uh, you know, him as a post presence, cause he is a center, which Missouri didn't really have a really, a real true center this season. Uh, unless you want to talk about Jordan Wilmore, who wasn't we don't, <laughs> we don't talk yeah. about Wilmore, <laughs> but she wasn't really in the rotation that much, especially once he got, once he injured his back and missed the rest of the season, he just wasn't, wasn't going to be in there. So Missouri didn't really have a true center. I mean, they had Kobe Brown play kind of in the post there, but he wasn't really, he's not really a big guy. You're, you're going to you know, give the ball to in the post and expect much out of him. Um, but I think Modiara, if he can, if he can hit the ground running, get in the weight room and put some, put some more weight on him, I think he could be a good option there. Uh, Deandre Golston, I haven't really seen a whole lot of yet, to be completely honest with you. Um, I know he had a little bit of an off season in terms of turnovers, but I mean, the entirety of Milwaukee had an off season. <laughs> so, uh, he's a guy, I think, you know, he can shoot. Um, oh and I think he if can he shoot. can, if he gets in the right system, I think he's a guy who, I think he would be a valuable rotational player for, for a guy like Dennis Gates at Missouri. Yeah. Uh, I know from watching, like, Dennis Gates is a much better coach than Pat Baldwin was at Milwaukee. So I think, yeah, he comes to a, a system where he can be an off-the-bench shooter. He can make two or three threes a game for you. He's, he's good. I'm going to ask this next question for Jack. Um, there's a Buffalo Wild Wings here in Columbia. <laughs> Are we going to see Doug Eddard yes. in a Missouri uniform Doug next to year? the zoo, please make it happen. He's definitely going to Seton Hall, but like just the thought of it, that would be amazing. That would be, I would go to Buffalo Wild Wings every day if Doug was there. Every day. Yeah, I've got some bad news for you. Did he already commit there? (laughs) No, no, no. He hasn't already committed, at least to my knowledge, but I don't think Missouri is going to be in for Doug Etter. Yeah. I mean, he's a guy who, I mean, I think he, I think he got more than 15 points three times this season off the bench (laughs) for the Peters. 
and one of them was against <laughs> he was against Kentucky in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's not really a guy I think you're going to bring in in a in a rebuild season. Yeah. To at that high level of a program. Yeah. Hey, it, put, it puts people in the stands. It, puts, it would put me in the stands, that's for sure. Isn't that, that what it's all about? Sure. It, does, it does get butts and seats, that's for sure. That's for sure. Bring in, bring in Doug Eddard, get some free wings. Hey, oh, yeah. Instead of oh canes, gosh, instead yeah. of canes, it's wings. Bring them in. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and you dip them yourself. Peyton, once, Peyton replied to a tweet of mine and said that uh, I somewhat look like Doug Eddard, and that you was probably the best. Some resemblance. If you If you grew if you out like a, a mustache, bushy mustache. Yeah. Like yeah, if you... If you give like a little like pencil stash, <laughs> uh, like run around a little bit, get a little sweaty, get your hair kind of frizzy, yeah, and then you like stick your tongue out like you uh, like you did in that one picture. I don't remember which game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You could you could go as a good Doug Eddard for Halloween. For Halloween, <laughs> that'd be so funny, Doug Eddard. Doug Eddard, a what if, but he came to Mizzou. That's my Halloween costume. I can just wear a Mizzou jersey. Uh, we've got about two minutes left before we gotta hop off. But uh, I, you're in St. Louis right now. Uh, did you go to the Cardinals game last night or yesterday? I did. Yes. Yeah, I was there. Uh, it was my dad. A little father-son time. Fun. Uh, what was that like seeing uh, your childhood hero back in a Cardinals uniform? And going 0 for 5. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. I mean, it was cool. It was cool. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not the, the biggest baseball guy in the world, but I mean, I always... You know, I've always supported the Cardinals and always loved Albert Pujols, so good to, to see him you know, there in his first game back and be part of the uh, the ovation for his first at bat was it was it was a cool moment. And then to be there for, you know, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright as well. Even though Wainwright hasn't confirmed that he's retiring, which he probably will. He's forty, mm-hmm. but it was a it was a it was a cool moment. Prime nice. Albert Pujols or a grizzly bear? <laughs> Are they playing baseball or fighting? They're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, the bear. Well, I mean, the logic and reason. Uh, tells me to go with the with the grizzly bear in a in a fight, but the heart says Albert Pujols. Hey, he had a, a north of an OPS of a thousand those couple of years. I think he could take on that bear. <laughs> take on the bear. Um, all right. Well, Anthony, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, go read uh, Anthony's stuff for the Missourian. He does a great job. Um, follow him on Twitter. And uh, yeah, gentlemen, any final right, words? Yeah. Any final words, Anthony? Uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's been fun. Uh, Stay tuned for my hockey coverage tonight. There you go. Go <laughs> Blues. Some freelance hockey coverage. You don't want to miss I, it. Uh, I can't say go anybody right now. So. <laughs> he's, in a pre- he's in a press box. There's a rule. I'm not in a press box. I'm in my basement right now. But, oh, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but the reporter's objectivity. Reporter's objectivity. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Go all right. uh, FC Columbia. Go AFC Columbia, go. always. AFC Columbia, yeah. Follow AFC Columbia on Twitter. Follow AFC Como. That, that I can that I can plug because I'm I'm a social media guy. That we can plug. All right. Well, every, we hope everyone enjoyed the show and uh, everyone take care and have a fun and safe weekend. Adios. <laughs>